Back in 2020, just as the pandemic was beginning, we hosted a series of conversations, each of them with a wise and intriguing individual. As we recommenced the series in 2022, we created this summary of some of the best outtakes for you to dive into and reflect on wiser conversations. We hope you enjoy this look back and encourage you to share the episode with friends and colleagues. But the big question that the ancient Greeks asked, and I often ask in my seminars, and said we're very good at working out what things are made of. We're far less good at working out what we are made for. So where is God amongst all of this trauma and uncertainty? Whether you're a believer, an atheist, or indifferent, it's a fascinating time to consider the biggest of bigger pictures. In this conversation, I talk with Oxford Professor of Mathematics, John Lennox. He's debated these issues with the likes of Richard Dawkins and other prominent atheists of our generation. His most recent book is Where is God in a Coronavirus World? Let's talk about some of the things that are more shareable amongst everybody that an atheist or a Christian or a Muslim would all agree that could come from the notions of grace in Christianity? Or what are the, some of the positive qualities that you think are universal and eternal that are coming through um, from these kinds of times and these kinds of experiences that more people are bringing out or reflecting on and things like that? Because I think those are beautiful things to reflect on that, that unite everybody. No, I agree with that entirely, and it's important to to say it, because I have unbounded admiration for doctors of all faiths and none, and nurses and medical staff who, at great risk to themselves, be it said, and in the absence of the requisite amount of PPE and so on, are fighting this virus. And that kind of fellow human feeling, loving your neighbor as yourself, which, by the way, is not a peculiarly Christian notion. It's in all faiths and none, as C.S. Lewis has shown. That is a wonderful thing. Another wonderful thing is the way in which lockdown has made people aware of folks that they haven't contacted for years. And I've been practicing this, and it's so amazing to phone somebody up you maybe haven't spoken to for 20 years, and they might be a bit irritated at first. Why didn't I hear from you? But then afterwards they say, you know, this has really made my day. We want to be imaginative in reaching out to people. Or the neighbors across the wall of my garden who say, are you okay? Can we do some shopping for you? Could we, could we get this? Could we get that? All of these intensely human things, I believe, are to be encouraged. And also the lessons that all of us can learn. Do we need all these journeys? Do we need to do so much travel? Do we need all the things we normally have? It's, it's raising huge questions about consumerism, our attitude to the creation around. And I would very much hope that it means that we have a much more, a deeper sense of our stewardship of what we've got. And that includes the, the people over whom we may have some influence in our businesses and everything else. From your conversations, you've spoken to a lot of people all around the world in the last few, well, not that long, probably six weeks. Um, 
are you have you got the sense that that's what what is coming out all around the world do you have the sense are you hopeful that that is happening people really are reflecting on those things and is that what you've collected from all these conversations you've had with so many people i think it's happening but i would just say i hope it has a long-term effect Right. That's the thing we're all a bit uh, anxious about, that it, it just fades as soon as the whole uh, pa pandemic has got under control. We forget the big issues and we plunge back into mm. life as it was before, although I doubt that. Yeah. Uh, too yeah. much has changed in the world for that. What would be your biggest hope for uh, us all out of this experience, for the whole world? What What would be your biggest hope for coming out of this well i think at different levels on the on the the moral level and behavioral level a much greater sense of our unity and responsibility for others our stewardship of the natural world our concern for supporting uh, those people that look after us and protect us medics in particular but not only people who take great risks and then on the spiritual and intellectual side that we do a lot more thinking about where it's all going and raise questions about what is life about you know we've been brilliant at deconstructing human beings and we know all that they're made of and so on but the big question that the ancient greeks asked and i often ask in my seminars and said we're very good at working out what things are made of. We're far less good at working out what we are made for. And that's the question that I challenge people with. What do you think you were made for, if anything? I and love discovering that. new purposes is important. I think that's so great. I love that. I love that if that was that came out of this whole experience that more and more people really asked that question and Whatever their answer is, it's, it's, it's a personal answer. Every person will have their own answer, but I think it's a, a, a beautiful question. Kia ora. Thank you for taking the time to tune into this mini episode by Wiser Conversations. The host is Derek Handley, and I'm the creative producer, Shay Zara Blomfield. What resonated with you from this recording? Maybe you want to reach out to us on social media, share the link with a friend or leave a review. All these things support us and we'd love to hear feedback. If you want to hear more, you can find the full episode and others from Wiser Conversations on your favorite podcast app. We hope you'll join us again soon.